Hey, it's Heather. Just popping in real quick with a couple notes before we get started. Uh, one, don't forget to check out the Facebook group and follow us on social media. If you haven't yet, hit subscribe wherever you're listening now so you never miss an episode. And also for this particular episode, we wanted to give everybody a pre-warning. We do talk about some very sensitive subjects, child marriage, human trafficking, and abuse against LGBTQ. So please be warned. If this is a topic that is not comfortable for you, feel free to sit this one out and listen when you are more prepared. Otherwise, we hope that you take your time and listen to this very carefully. Said V, our guest, has a very thick accent. If you're not used to accents, you're just going to have to pay a little bit closer of attention. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Diversity on Fire. Our goal is to inspire you to think more deeply and act with more knowledge and compassion. We'll do this by sharing our open conversations on all types of diversity-related topics. This is Heather. This is Nina. Our topic this week is human trafficking, and we're doing things a little bit differently. Typically, we approach our conversations on a very personal, story-driven level, but today we have a special guest who will remain anonymous, going only by her pen name. She has a master's degree in social and political sciences with a specialty in human rights. She curates a blog and campaigns on human trafficking, human rights, environmental rights, animal rights, LGBTQ, and much more. Please welcome our guest today, Setvi. Hi. Hello. Um, so, little uh, introduction. So, I'm Setvi, and uh, I write a blog on human rights and other topics, but uh, human rights are in the forefront. It's called in the name of humanrights.com. And thank you for having me. Yeah, super glad to have you. And so we understand today that we're not going to get super specific, but it would be helpful if we can understand just what sparked your interest in human trafficking and what your educational journeys look like. So before we get into the topic itself, can you kind of tell us what got you interested in this topic? In human rights or in uh, exploitation? Well, I would say that exploitation specifically is yeah. a is a concept part of human rights. So that that piece of it itself. So exploitation, uh, I think it's it's to be honest, it, it's to become aware that uh, exploitation is not just a little sad story that we will manage to tackle uh, one day or another. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, in in being uh, dutiful or something like this, and uh, it. When I became aware that it was endemic, maybe through my personal experience, because we all uh, experience uh, some kind of discrimination or exclusion and, uh, and so forth. To be honest, when I really realized framing it was, it's through studying uh, modern history or uh, social sciences in, uh, in my personal experience because it's what I studied uh, at uni. Not really at university, in fact, it's because in preparing uh, my degree and trying to acquire the English as uh, my main language, but um, yeah, it's ruining social sciences and uh, and and also activism of uh, i i understood that uh, well it's what we are saying about uh, capitalism or in fact uh, communism as well is that uh, everything is uh, the aim and the means is exploitation uh, so that is uh, 
the first uh, step, I would say. And uh, yeah, I followed the module on uh, gender um, uh, gender identity and gender uh, crime against uh, against females and and so forth. So that was very interesting. By chance, I studied uh, thanks to um, a Muslim w- a woman who chose uh, for us uh, uh, as a group to uh, to study child marriage. And so you you realize that child marriage is uh, is, is very very it's almost the majority of children are married uh, in poor countries, whatever um, the religion the background religion is, and also it's part of religion um, tradition as well. I so realize, and that was uh, shocking. Uh, is a uh, when you talk about child marriage, by the way, it's uh, it's only in 2017 that child marriage has been officially recon- recognized as being uh, children's sexual exploitation. Only since 2017, before it was not that. So it it changes a lot. Uh, I mean, it changes in name and also it changes in um, in our heavily. Uh, law um, might go against uh, to be recognized as something that is uh, is is legally more framed and and maybe more sentenced and so forth. So because uh, basically uh, before it was just marriage that were uh, enacted uh, before it was uh, allowed, or even there was no national legislation, and when there is. It's like they don't exist because they are not uh, applied. But since 2017, it's now official that the UN regarded child marriage as sexual uh, exploitation against children. So to ask you about that, because when we hear that that was in 2017, that's only four years ago. So Mm. that is... It feels insane a little bit. But when Mm. you think about even in the United States, we still get tremendous pushback for trying to get rid of child marriage, it, there's several states that let mm. kids get their kids to me get married at 14 um, that uh, allow parents to marry off kids. Why do you think it's taken this long to get that addressed? I think we are talking about uh, two two different things here. Is uh, one is uh, is the is the taboo. We know that uh, it's pervert this discussion and they are perverted uh, with uh, with tabuization. Uh, for example, uh, when you've got tales from the countryside and so forth, it's 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 only a, a grand maybe great grandmothers, but they didn't know even when uh, the menstruation was coming, they didn't know what was happening to them or things like this. So there, there is culturally, there, there is tendency, I'm not saying because culturally it's, it's so, uh, you know, a buzzword kind of, yeah. In fact, we didn't know uh, what was exactly happening and, and so many different things has been happening in different societies or even within the, uh, one group and so forth. But there, there is um, clearly a tendency of, uh, of not discussing these, these things at all. Uh, there is stories in the countryside, not in countryside, where females were getting pregnant without even realizing that the you know what, what have happened to them yeah clearly i think it's uh it's uh, there is a control thing it's how you control uh well reproduction and i swear how you control uh, their life because i swear it is as well when you when you uh you study uh, a child marriage is that uh, you understand that um 
when uh, someone uh, has to be a mother at uh, 16 or 17 or at 16 and so forth, is their the whole life, uh, or, or their whole life uh, is, is, is going to be determined by, uh, by having children. So b basically it is proven statistically that uh, a, a woman that will be a mother uh, uh, young will be uh, left without education. Uh, won't have, won't be trained as a worker, uh, will be, uh, poorer, will have, uh, mental health because usually, uh, it's, it's part of, of, of this that, uh, she has been quote unquote given to the, the, her family, to another family. And uh, so basically like a propagation of poverty. So part of this is to help break poverty cycles in a given culture country situation by not marrying off kids as kids and then them not being able to be educated them not being able to be productive and their whole lives just defined by their ability to bear children yeah yeah i'd say that i'd say that it's an attempt at at women body as well, yeah. So it's an attack. It's a, it's a, it's an assault. And uh, what is I think it's it's even easier to uh, and most common causes is that uh, basically uh, a human being is uh, is regarded and uh, and trafficked as good. So basically, it's uh, it's it's m m ex money exchange basically is currency, yeah. And females. Uh, culture, you know, is the, the one who goes outside their groups. Because women are still property. What does male trafficking... I think that, you know, in my opinion, is like others, is that if it's happening to a female, is because the males are, are, are the same status, but maybe not the same role and function. Uh, if you do that to a, a person, is that uh, whatever you say, whatever you want, you, you've got the same status. Yes, it's... Uh, I, I, as large, yeah. it's like a, a slavery model that affect uh, affect people differently. Uh, the problem is that when when you when you 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 are studying uh, human trafficking, eighty percent of uh, females are exploiting sexually, and males uh, is two percent. So females tend to be sex uh, sexually exploited. So I'm just here. I'm just hearing like a big part of because when we're going back to. Um, why it maybe has taken so long, potentially 2017, to get something that seems to us like such an obvious regulation to pass, but it just happened so recently. I think what I'm hearing is that a lot of it has to do with hiding it, like hiding it or pretending that it's a cultural thing and not having these in-depth conversations. So we're kind of just ignoring it? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I, I think it's it's almost more than ignoring it because uh, let's say we ignore everything. Uh, when you've, well, there's media that are serious and uh, the information uh, is, is mostly there, I guess. Enfin, at least, uh, you know, for, for what is mostly there, it's mostly there. But um, for this particular topics, uh, I think it's been hidden. I think is what it 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 is about taboo is that in fact is hidden. Why uh, why would we talk about this and that uh, proficiously and that we don't talk about uh, uh, these people? Also, what uh, what shocked me uh, studying it is the way it's been trivialized kind of uh, even by the UN uh, narrative is that uh, 
when you read about uh, the plight of uh, or child my age, for example, uh, for example, huh? uh, not talking about sexual exploitation, of course, uh, but uh, they, I think they use a child my age, which is completely awful. It's completely horrid because you know we've got this idea of child my age as a, maybe it's a child with a child, so you know that's cultural. We know we know in our in our history that uh, uh, for example the kings or even the kings were married at uh, thirteen or fourteen and so forth. So you know also maybe we could say that we are kind of sexually active from from fourteen, fifteen, and uh, I don't know. You know so. It's kind of, um, it doesn't, it, it may not hit home, but the, 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 the realities of child marriage is that it's girls, they are girls married with adults. It's where it is on the ground. And so me, there is one, only one, uh, maybe it's not positive, but, um, that, that wouldn't, because why, why we, we didn't talk about that before, you know, uh, maybe also because, uh, of this preponderance, maybe we, we don't know. It's all that is criminal, you know, is statistics that we don't, we don't know. And, uh, and also it's like word ag against the, the word of, uh, of someone else. This might be very dangerous potentially. Uh, I mean, what is worse than saying to someone, basically, you, you raped a, a little girl or you raped your daughters and so forth. And there is statistic that, that subjects that proportion are rather high. But there is, for me, there's two reasons why, um, the, the, the negative reason is that, uh, for example, before uh, it was more like this, you know, before we were married, uh, people married younger. Also, you had this kind of uh, very big subject uh, in the in the 80s. So our generation, when we were kids, because we, we didn't grow up learning about this thing. What you might have, have learned about it was sex tourism, for example. The amount of sex tourism that what that was were possible in in uh, in like borders, like uh, uh, even Russia borders, Miami Open, I've never thought that but nearby Russian borders, uh, German people who go to 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 uh, German pedophile we go there, yeah. And in Cambodia and Thailand and in Vietnam and and so forth. It was, you know, you just had to in Brazil and Pacifics and uh, and uh, you, uh, in Asia, and you just have to take a plane. And uh, you know, it's so. And why is in forefront? The, the, the only thing that I can think about is uh, why if it's getting worse, basically. And also, I think there there might be a fear about why it's possible why it is a taboo is when um, and we 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 saw it very clearly with movements such as QAnon, where where in fact it's uh, ultimate ultimate crime is to purposefully say that someone is a pedophile or and while while he is not. And in fact, you will find out that is people that, that, that might be the one who wants slavery, slavery to be back, that use it as, as, a, as a weapon because it's still a, a weapon that they can use, uh, while they are for child marriage, while they are for discriminating against so gay people. Basically, what you're saying, which makes sense and I hadn't thought about it, was projecting. So they're projecting that there's this concern that they're super concerned and they're so worried about trafficking and they're putting that out, getting people to chase people that aren't related while behind the scenes they're doing 
all the things that actually perpetuate real trafficking. Oh yes, I think it, it was it was very clear when it was up, uh, what it, what happened with QAnon. I mean, it's a, it's, it's been a long time uh, for me as a, as an activist. It's been a long time I've been uh, thinking about that, uh, and, and one of the reasons is that uh, when you talk about pedophile, there there is something that is very very uh, dangerous and edgy. Is uh, is uh, where do you find uh, active uh, pedophiles is that's the first question where do you find them and obviously you the answer is near children and so you've got you've you've got this danger uh, this real 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 danger of uh, people trying to look after children and that in fact want to be uh, that are predators to them so inserting themselves into that situation as protectors specifically for access oh yeah yeah Okay, that makes, yes, the caretakers, which explains why there's, I mean, ooh, what I'm about to say feels ooh, sacrilegious, but if it, it explains why there's been such an issue in churches, right? So if, especially when in churches you, so specifically when in churches, and I think with the same thing as child marriage that you're saying is that in most religions, you are supposed to police yourself, and so if you police yourself and then you don't want news getting out into the community, then you're going to hide it. And so it's kind of like the perfect place for those predators to go to because they know that there's the system basically is is set up to create silence and not action because they're afraid of what that blowback would look like is is that kind of what you think it helps like it's basically we're saying it's almost like these people are intentionally drawn to those positions because they know how protected they might be but first for church when you look at uh, catholic for example uh, so i'm not too aware about the the protestant uh, side there but uh, the catholic in in europe they were all powerful uh, since uh, i mean it's only be, been since uh, 1960s or 1970s where the, the church uh, stopped being uh, everywhere and uh, but uh, when you are completely uh, just yeah all powerful so uh, you you guide uh, quote unquote people morally and uh, people behavior and people at work and people uh, from birth to uh, to cradle uh, to the uh, coffin and so forth so basically it it gives you uh, it's why uh, this movement uh, for example against abortion and so forth uh, uh, me worry me a lot because we've got a leverage in a way that um, I, I would admit uh, that uh, for example uh, if an embryo for example, I would admit it's something that is alive, yeah? So what, uh, what for example, trigger um, me is that, you know, you, you don't want to, ki to kill something that is, is, is about to be human, yeah? But, uh, and it's a reality. And, uh, for example, me, I, I would uh, volunteer to say, you know, th there's been abuse, like uh, women who doesn't protect themselves while having intercourse and then uh, you don't want to to use abortion as uh, as your regular uh, means of contraception for example right uh, but the problem is that um, people who are said to be pro life it's, it is not about bad this that they we they, they mostly care about what they care about is uh, is to to take both life you see but i've got a, a, another problem with check and balances 
as you said, when you say, ah, yes, the, the church is, is only policing themselves. So this is a very good point. It is true. And you say the Vatican, uh, the Vatican, uh, I mean, I'm not too much, uh, you know, informed about it, but is, is it the, this thing that they don't even have to, to call the police? They, it's, uh, it's like an internal kind of investigation and, uh, and they pray and after that they pardon themselves and so forth is what is happening. A lot of them, are, a lot of churches are like that. The church that I grew up even, part of the issue would be that you're supposed to have two witnesses or something like that. So you get this situation where they decide it's not verifiable and therefore not actionable. You know, on top of that, just what you find is that then it keeps it silent, right? Because then you're not supposed to be spreading unverified rumors. Mm. And so you, so it reaches the top of organizations. I, I think it's pretty widespread um, because religion is a form of controlling people. So it's not, I don't think it's the religion in and of itself, but I, I think what you're saying is that predators go in there and then there's just a, a natural desire to try to protect your institution, even if it's a cost of others. Yeah, and, and, and it, it makes sense because I think that religion, uh, me, I'm not against religion at all. I think that uh, people are naturally religious, you know, there's God to think about and there's something that is any really above us and beyond us. And uh, so this is not uh, anti-religious, what I'm uh, say, but uh, yes, but, but I think what what we can see is the remarkable job they've, they've done is that uh, when we think religion and uh, even against our best uh, best reason, uh, reasoning and so forth and best uh, awareness of, uh, of this cult uh, not being, uh, yes, not having been good by any means or, or not by many means. It's, uh, we think, uh, is people f uh, saying that they are better, basically, uh, that they are following something that, that, that is, is good per se, that, and uh, this is the key at uh, doing anything you want. Because if you say to, to someone, uh, any uh, uh, it's from a divine inspiration, or, and uh, you've got this, Simply, you need to, to say this to kind of trump any, anything you've done. Uh, you will always find if, if you say that to people, if, if you say that your cult is, um, is best and, um, is the one, uh, shining and holding on to morals and on to, on to goodness and so forth. The, the, the key they, they fabricated, they, they fabricated here is to do and say anything. And then you are pardoned because, uh, because it it's justifiable then. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so then because it, because all means justify the end, right? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And, uh, and in, even in a more perverse way, because, uh, it's what it, it, there is no end at that. It's because they don't, the, the people don't recognize what they do any longer. And certainly not when, in fact, when you have a look, at the te text, the, the many texts people uh, uh, read uh, uh, every every uh, Sunday at church or in other cults, they are texts, in fact, that, that really uh, defying any goodness on earth, you know. So there is this as well. Yeah. The, 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 me, I'm talking about from my own perspective, like as a, 
as uh, so I'm a European and uh, and my personal culture I haven't been very Catholic but he has he has he has still been and uh, even for someone that hasn't been very very exposed for us for example it's uh, you know uh, you go and you think oh Jesus is, is was a, a, a good man yeah you know nothing about the text that, that Paul go and read at church and and uh, and the text from which they, they in fact uh, will erect their own uh, their own philosophy and their own justification and so forth but you we have been conditioned to to think uh, oh well uh, uh, religion is small and then and from that you you don't touch them no more and it's why they can say oh you know what uh, yeah yeah i'm not against abortion uh, let's let's do early marriage and you know and uh, start it all over again right and basically colonize uh, uh, the female body and uh, and so on and so forth right Oh, and uh, colonize a female body. Me that too. Is an was, interesting I literally heard that, and I sorry, choice I was, of words. Yeah, it's so appropriate. Wow. Yeah, that okay. grabbed me too. Um, I, I <laughs> want to go back. Already in this conversation, we have identified that trafficking, human trafficking, has a a million different definitions different like it looks different in so many ways and i think you're so right that if it doesn't touch us personally it's really easy to ignore or marginalize it and pretend oh well it doesn't really happen on that large of a scale but recently it's been made more and more aware of and i think we're all the the veil so maybe is what i'm going to say is be being lifted a little bit more and we're acknowledging that it is actually happening on a broader scale. My question, because you've been doing research for so long on this, have you identified or what would you say you have identified as like the top three to four reasons or motivations as to why it's happening? Does it just boil down to power or are there other pieces to it? Uh, just to, um, uh, a note to uh, Nina thing on check and balances, there is something that really worries me is that the check balances, uh, uh, so the separation of, of power is might be more and more and more like uh, abused. For example, in the UK, uh, if you want to uh, complain about uh, what uh, the social services has done, because there's many, many problems in the UK, there is uh, millions and millions on every project, but there's many things that have been done uh, very, very poorly. And uh, if you want to, for example, complain about uh, what they do, they do, you need to complain to them. There is no, there, since uh, I think it's uh, 2011, this, uh, before you could, uh, you could say something uh, to a commission that was a national commission. And, uh, since 2011, you, there is no more national commission. It is the, the responsible, responsible for what has been done in the social services. You need to contact them saying, Hey guys, uh, I think, uh, like, you know, it's, it's themselves that frame how they react to it. But you've got to, as a, a parent or as a caregiver or as, um, an employee is, uh, you have got to, to contact them to say, you know, you, 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 you really uh, are screwing it up. Yeah. So, uh, and this is very, very worrying, I think. 
So um, you you say the why is it uh, why is it happening is is the question? Yeah. So what are what are the motivations? I mean, other than so, I guess I just to tell you what goes on in my brain. Yeah. yeah. I think money and power oh, would be yeah. the two p pe- money, power, and control. Maybe is what would mm-hmm. come to mind first off. And I know that those are very powerful motivations. Is there anything else other than those that you found? Well, I think I, w- I would agree with you. Uh, one of the reasons why I would agree with you is that um, people will uh, will use as a justification about, uh, thanks God, not on children, but uh, for example, they use uh, the, the prostitution prostitution uh, justification as a sexual thing yeah and what uh, gender studies found out is that it's exactly what you say it is it is not uh, but of course uh, in repressed society uh, where where people uh, it's difficult for people to to have a, a job that pays the bill, that you know that uh, that is difficult for them to have uh, leisure time. That is 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 difficult. So maybe there sex and that there is LGBT discrimination and so forth and so on. But but it's all about control and power, and it's all about exploitation. And then you unleash demon. That's for sure. And then sexuality, normal, healthy sexuality, they, it will be therefore very difficult to fulfill. Uh, so there, there may be a, a sex aspect I, I would recognize, but it is only because the society at large is so unhealthy with it. And me, I would really agree with you on these three things you cited, like money, power, and control, because as what, uh, to me has been uh, amazing to have, uh, to be in uh, gender studies. It was a crimi- criminal uh, course. And, uh, yes, uh, they explain that, uh, basically it's, it's not about sex. It's, it's about destroying someone else. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So all these, these uh, prostitution things that are generally glamorized and so forth. Uh, in fact, it's, uh, it's all rubbish because it's, is is completely um, a fantasy of what uh, prostitution is. It's also it's a nerve of it's a bit subject because there's a lot of people would say, uh, "Will uh, any yeah, is prostitution? It's not exploitation, even when it is." Huh? I mean, but uh, but even when I uh, uh, would say you can. Uh, uh, you could prove some kind of consent for women that are in this situation uh, in when when what happened in their real life is is monstrous as a living nightmare what they live often i would uh, kind of stop talking because uh, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of a bit be- beyond me so the, the, the amount of horror that these uh, women uh, live day to day yeah uh, the amount of assault, the amount of sexual assault, the amount of uh, physical assault, and uh, and the the health conse- consequence on their on their uh, body and on their uh, uh, mental health and so forth is like incredible, right? So, just to interject real quickly, so listening to what you're saying in regards to that, you bring forth to me basically like two sides of a coin. So, taking the children aspect out, just like adult trafficking. So we're dealing with repressed women in society. So maybe the, I was going to say repressed and or women that have agency, right? So basically men are looking for something that they feel like they, they can't find under normal circumstances. 
So in a way, they do it under duress of some sort. Now, you can call it duress or financial incentive, I suppose, if you're saying that women are um, acting of their own accord. Yeah, well, it's not even financial incentive because when, when we say financial incentive, I think we, we are falling into the, the, the illusion of it as that, oh, yes, it's a job. So basically, uh, we, uh, if it was not exploitation, it would be a pain boyfriend, basically. But it's absolute thousand uh, uh, miles of being this year. It's like uh, there is no financial incentive. The only incentive is there is for this woman is, is survival day to day yeah? as that uh, they know that uh, if they say yes they won't be killed basically yeah? and uh, and and it is very true because uh, let's say uh, let's say they, they even in the situation where they are not uh, beaten and they are not uh, uh, in the corner and so forth but what is fueling it because and that is to answer the why as well it's gonna be unemployment there is nowhere there is nowhere these women will turn and it's why nothing is done as well. It's, it's all part of a taboo because basically, uh, yes, you will tell uh, people and you will tell children and so forth. Yes, be careful because this is, uh, is sexual exploitation. And so don't, uh, but, but is happening is, uh, the, the homeless situation. For example, the homelessless situation. Where do you go once you, 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 you say no? And basically, in real in real life, you go you go to a homeless uh, less situation, where it's uh, it's another kind of, of of nightmare and so forth. The the financial incentive for very extreme majority of 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 case, it is not this. Right, it's not really, it's not it's real. Not it's not really, but, you know, they're very all uh, uh, glamorous about uh, what what they do to women into this business. Yeah, young women. Uh, it's to say that, yeah, you do that a few years, you, 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 you accumulate money and after you go uh, on to do your, your own business. This is not happening. Okay. So, and I believe you and actually I'm on your side of things, but there is also on the other side, a growing movement of people trying to protect sex workers. So, and um, saying that that's what they want. So where do you think that movement's coming from? Do you think that's a, a legitimate movement? Or do you think that's really just more people perpetrating the same thing? Yeah, yeah, I think it's perpetration. Uh, and yeah, it's, and, uh, so that was uh, what, uh, this is the money aspect of it, yes. Uh, we know that, uh, for example, only pornography, yeah? not all of this, not uh, uh, even uh, sexual exploitation and prostitution and, and so forth, is there are billion industries, yeah, is billion. And pornography, it's also a way of uh, lobbying for it, yeah, because pornography, it's legal. So you've got people uh, that, that earn money from pornography, by the way, between brackets, who is doing pornography is the young to very, very young women, yes. Uh, they are 18 when uh, it's all, all legal and they, they are made to be, to appear very much younger. This, this is the, the main uh, engine of, of pornography. It's, 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 in fact, it's, it's a lot of um, based on, on pedopornography. This is uh, uh, the first point. So, yes, it's money, money, money. Yes, it's exactly what you say is that, um, uh, yes, you want to protect sex, sex, sex worker because, uh, and now, uh, very sex workers, uh, they, they will 
if it becomes like a job, yeah, the, you will be, uh, for example, where it has begun legalized, they become an annotated like you, they have been given marks and so forth. Also, they are sold to package. So they, they are in, in, in situation when they can't refuse a quote unquote services. Yes. So, uh, in some situation, of course, obviously, it, it hasn't been not been for them, like, uh, you know, to protect them more against uh, what might happen in a dark street and, and dark alley and so forth. But uh, it might be used against them. What, what was happening and what is uh, difficult uh, for me to talk uh, about that because, uh, because I'm, I'd say I'm, I'm not informed enough, but uh, one of the uh, good argument to kind of regularize the situation is, is because they need protection. And it's for sure if you are in a dark alley do, doing that with the police against you and so forth. Right. So it's, okay. It's kind of like, like where they, for what they call like, um, what do you call it? Cities where sanctuary cities, right? So what we're kind of talking about is just a, a protectionism aspect of the underbelly. It's not that we're condoning it. It's just trying to put some level of protections in there. So I want to come back to to something that you said um, so that we can um, move to one thing. You had said that, oh gosh, I just forgot what you said. Well, let me ask you this. Who's most at risk of being trafficked in the United States in general, but generally what populations are the most vulnerable? Very logically and very, very perversely. Uh, the, the, the most vulnerable population are people who are already more vulnerable because, of course, uh, like uh, like predators, like uh, like uh, Karen, I'd say I, I don't know how to say, but uh, whatever. These people are criminals, yeah. Enfin, maybe it's not, it's not all because they, they, there is so many uh, other situations, yeah. Be- but for for the organized crime, yeah, for the people who who it's uh, like to come back to money because uh, people who work into human exploitation earn a lot of money. I'm talking about the pimps and so forth. Yeah, At, uh, They earn a lot of money. Yeah, And also they earn a lot of money uh, due to them not being convicted. So the risk is low. For the drug, when you, when you, when you, you trade drugs or you trade weapon, the, the risk is, is, is high of, of, of being sentenced with, uh, with big sentences and so forth. In human trafficking, it's gonna be low. Why? Because you are not one. They are not caught. Uh, second, uh, is, is what uh, uh, was happening is that you say, oh, you know, they are victims, but where v- those victims will go? With the level of unemployment, with the level of homelessness, there's nothing for for them to go. Yeah. So basically, they they are less in this limbo. Yeah. So this is this is really sad. So basically. The people that would be targeted the most are the people that are already at risk yeah. because they are already in a position where maybe they are new to some place. Maybe they're already homeless. Maybe they're in a group home. We call it a group home, um, orphanage, things like that, yeah. Yeah. where they don't have the same supervision or oversight as a young person because we do know that the, the younger populations are more highly targeted female populations are more highly targeted. So that's incredibly disturbing and sad, of course. I wonder if... Uh, I would add, I would add uh, 
so the most vulnerable is gonna be uh, the people who are financially vulnerable, financially, or that made vulnerable by the society. For example, if a group of people doesn't like single mother, yeah, plus one, they are struggling because they are the only one looking after uh, mm -hmm. the, the kid. They are only one w uh, working for them, so and so forth. And also, they, they, may, they might be specially targeted because they are not uh, wanted uh, in the in the community. Yes, society so, won't even pay attention. So even if they were to target this person and that person becomes a victim, society won't pay as close of attention to that crime. Oh uh, yes, yes, and uh, yes, yes, uh, and they are they are already put aside so yeah they, yes and 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 they are less uh, they're basically expendable i agree yeah 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 let's say that and uh, so it's gonna be uh, also uh, disabled people and uh, ethnic minorities lgbt's so i wonder have you found any organizations or you know whether those be activist groups or specific governments that you've found have taken an approach that seems to be proactive and that seems to be working in a positive way to help eliminate these situations? Well, there's group that, that will bring awareness and there's group that will uh, look after women uh, and that will uh, we look after women for, for, for first of all, you, you, you looked, uh, they, they need to, to look after the trauma. And it's some kind of program that are very, very, very long because the trauma uh, that these women had, uh, had to face and uh, is it's it just dramatic and it's also it's uh, it's uh, the, the length of a, of a physical and uh, mental trauma due to sexual exploitation it's endless basically as uh, if you study the, the effect uh, in 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 psychology or uh, psychiatric or uh, well mental health as a whole yeah it's 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 just every uh, kind of uh, of of trauma you you find them there yeah there is a, a recent study that uh, even um, is rather recent the, the neurologist they can tell you without knowing absolutely nothing about the, the person yeah they can tell you uh, which person who have been uh, sexually exploited only by looking at the brain uh, uh, a brain image because the, the brain is like uh, some area shrinking and it's like a scar on the brain basically the intensity of the trauma is so deep because there's a uh, Cognitive disconnection and the very one of the so it physically manifests itself in people's brains, which basically means what you're saying is it changes who they are. Like at a fundamental level, it changes them as people. Well, but as much as it changes us as a society, you know, I think uh, I yeah. think I, w I would uh, I would avoid uh, uh, this uh, uh, this this to to, to be too distinct about uh, the human experience yeah because uh, as soon as uh, our soul is uh, satisfied what happened to another one uh, in yes it's like uh, human like uh, i don't know how, how to say i don't think it changed them as people you know it's, it's it it it, ch it changed their, their experience and the view of the world but the the, the i think the, the reason with this is and the um, the survivors will tell you that a lot, yeah. For example, uh, the, to come back to churches, 
the, the survivors, they say to you, you know, what, what we lived, abuses we live was one thing, yeah, but the, what is, uh, what we can't go beyond that is how the church itself reacted to it. The church and the society at large, yeah, is that, okay, you know, like to be abused by, uh, by some, someone for a different reason is something, yeah, is something that is happening in one moment and, uh, and, uh, but, uh, to to live in a society where you realize that it's more or less accepted and that uh, you pay the and usually you pay the consequence uh, for life because as you say it ch it changes you as a person and it's why it is it is said is also for for child bride is that uh, everything is has gonna be in consequence in 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 your life long term. You're not gonna have education. You're gonna have uh, uh, connective differences. You're gonna have uh, some kind of uh, maybe uh, psychological differences, and because because you know something else about uh, about what what may happen in this world. Yes, and, and what the many many survivors would say is that it's not is the abuse is like horrific and so forth. But you can ill. Because you've been extracted from that, and uh, you, you, you and uh, you go into a job that make uh, that you can live after. But there's many situations where the survivors will struggle living after because they are not reintegrated in society. Because what 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 they face now is homelessness, or or you know like. Um, uh, being being put aside for the rest of their life anyhow. Right, because they haven't. Yeah, and where where no one can heal is that it is accepted in this society. It is accepted. It's like in 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 the in the US there is a, and in the US and in Poland and so forth and and many of them also the the rate of insect incest uh, that higher than than uh, than certainly we uh, we 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 care to uh, and uh, yeah how do you want to heal someone uh, just to be um, being aware of what happened but second of your awareness is to say yes it's uh, and it's like that for millions and millions and millions of kids uh, maybe and also the the revival of religion. Uh, religion, quote unquote, that, we, that will in Europe, for example, because Europe is still uh, the continent where human rights are, some human rights are more respected in the in the world, might come back, and uh, and community like uh, likes action that will uh, uh, that are here to uh, that, that are threatening. Uh, these liberties, uh, but that, uh, for example, is what we talk about sexual liberation in the 70s. People think about uh, doing some kind of weird thing with uh, with their body. It was not bad sexual liberation in the 70s. It was it was about not to have to be married, not to have to have uh, uh, children uh, compulsorily. It was freedom for the church. It was freedom for the reproduce rights that is to say the freedom of saying no to to having children at a, at a, at a young age and so forth and these these liberties are, are under attack very seriously at the moment again you're right we've we've slung back basically we're we're under attack is still being considered a commodity so what I want to say about what you've just said is you know we're still we're going back into a position right now where we're trying to recommoditize women. And, and and that's kind of what it is while we're pretending that we we care about children in a way that but it's it's surface value hmm. that being said you also touched on a point that 
on this show we are quite torchbearers for, which is, um, you know, if you're listening to this because we realize this could be a triggering a triggering episode and you recognize that there are some internal issues that you may have not addressed, it is okay. And this is where therapy comes into place. Since, you know, we've talked about some of these things, we know that you've had some things that you may like to share with us before we wrap up in terms of some recent events and things that you've been interested in. Set, would you please uh, share with us, you know, what uh, your current concerns are at this point? at this moment yes uh, thank you for this um yeah it's about lgbt uh, persecution but it's a big subject because uh, in eight countries uh, you if you are recognized as being lgbt uh, it's it may be the death penalty for you in uh, 70 other countries it's uh, illegal so if you are recognized as being lgbt it's prison for you and I was, uh, I've been recently in contact uh, with uh, LGBT uh, man uh, refugee who in fact uh, turned me into action and to, uh, to talk about uh, this and the condition in which uh, LGBT's refugee are in within uh, UN uh, camp. Uh, so it's a part of Africa, it's in Kenya, uh, but basically more, most of them are Uganda because in Ugandan, because it's in 2014, uh, uh, the Uganda government said uh, what we call the kill the gays bill, that is to say it's death penalty if you are recognized as LGBT. So uh, LGBT people from Uganda went to the only camp in 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 Africa where it was LGBT uh, for you know LGBT uh, block an LGBT part of of this big camp by Skukama camp also uh, to add that uh, Paul uh, a country where death penalty uh, is uh, uh, stands for LGBTs are a lot in Middle East and Africa uh, mostly uh, Muslim countries. So they are going to Kenya, which is a Christian country, but in Kenya, it's prison for the LGBT. And so uh, there's the UN saying, yeah, 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 uh, it's okay, but you know what? Uh, we don't believe they are attacked so often because the Kenyan Kenyan uh, police say to us, no, 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 it's 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 not um, as serious as it is. But uh, when you hear this, I mean, I know because even me. When I heard that, I thought, oh, yeah, okay, so there is a problem. Um, maybe there is a bit of misinformation and that they are attacked. For sure, they are attacked, but may, they are not attacked so many times. Yeah. And even me, I reacted like this, knowing that in Kenya, police, uh, for their nationals, because they are, uh, these are refugees, so they are not nationals and they are in the UN, uh, UN camp, yeah. But, uh, for the nationals is prison for LGBT, yeah. And the, the, this camp is, is the only one and is where they are put into prison. And then there is, uh, so camp is 30 years old now and there is a terrorism problem coming from the Sudan, coming from Somalia and so forth. And, uh, basically, so the LGBT has been assaulted by, uh, uh, the, the locals to be LGBT and by the refugees. 
also to, to, to be LGBTs. They can't even hide their identity. So me, I was hopeful because at least, well, me, I'm a lesbian. Huh? Uh, I, I've been lucky enough to, uh, I was born in, in France uh, where at the moment where it stopped being illegal, kind of, yeah. But I know how it is possible to suffer from isolation, yeah. And I know how, uh, if someone uh, control person you are with, you know, your, your opportunity to marry, your opportunity to be with someone and to, 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 to share a normal worth, your affection and so forth, they kill you basically. You know, there are various people that, that, that talk about, uh, you know, uh, if you can have children and if you can marry and so forth. But basically it's, uh, it's like, um, like a casual talk, but there's no casual talk. Person who is able to, to control the person, your relationship basically, yeah. They kill you. They kill you as 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 a person. Yeah, it's, it's as it's as simple as yeah. Uh, unless if you are asexual, but uh, the, the, this is uh, this is not the case of uh, homosexual people or heterosexual people. This is not the case. Yeah. So they kill your personal life. It's it's as deadly as this. Yeah. So I was kind of relief that they could at least they could be together yeah because it's not you don't hide your identity and you just wait to wait to to die because there's nothing there's nothing in this life for you yeah but uh, so they were together but uh, in this come they are targeted together right and uh and yet again uh so if this, this man that turned me into action and he died yesterday, uh, it, it had been attacked uh, several times and uh, most of them or at least uh, half of them or something uh, like this, they, they don't, uh, they don't uh, sleep in, inside. They, they sleep outside, uh, so near, uh, with the scorpions and so forth, because it's a desert part of Kenya, and uh, with a petrol bomb. Yeah, it's one of his assaults. Uh, I read the newspaper. Uh, he was not sounding very serious, so I was. It's been three weeks. I was adamant that he would get out of the hospital, and uh, I've been in contact with uh, with a volunteer that is in in Canada, and she happens to have been um, a paramedical. And she uh, told me, you know what? Uh, I saw the picture. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's the limb. It's on the genitals. It's on the up up upper body. It's it's eighty percent. I said she's I eighty percent. And I thought, okay, you know, maybe and uh, it. it and uh, well, he died. Uh, he died yesterday. So voilà. because they are assaulting, they are in a UN camp. Huh? They killed uh, before that. Um, a baby died because they went to uh, demonstrate in Nairobi. So they went outside the, the camp and demonstrated in Nairobi in front of a UN uh, compound to say, you know what, we are put in blocks. And, and, and also we are, you have to know that uh, when they are put into blocks in refugee camps like that, they might stay 10 years, they might stay 15 years. It's, it's, it's going to be the average stay for a refugee there, yeah? They are waiting all this year and knowing that every day uh, can be uh, well assaulted uh, just just by sleeping in their own uh, block or uh, to just to go and some food. They refuse some kind of uh, medical assistance and, and it's, it's within the UN camp. Me, I read it uh, myself. Uh, all that the UN says is that be careful about misinformation. But so, yes, uh, Myself, I was, I started being, you know, careful about uh, misinformation, but uh, there is no misinformation there. They, they, they are assaulted. Uh, so yes, they killed a, um, a baby died one year ago because uh, the, uh, the police, the Kenyan police, um, 
peaceful demonstration, they, they started gazing uh, gas, attacked a demonstrator with uh, uh, gas, and the baby uh, succumbed four months later, I think. Well, we want to, you know, honor your friend and to have something like that happen, where he, especially so recently, we, we do want to honor that loss. Here at Diversity on Fire, we do actually intend next month to dedicate our whole month to the causes, concerns, and plight of LGBT community of our brothers and sisters. So that being said, what I would like to do is have you explain where people can find you so that um, if they want to be able to speak with you on this topic and other topics of interest for you, they're able to do so. I Thank you. So my, my blog, uh, it's in the name of humanrights.com. And for this particular aspect of LGBT, uh, for, for these refugees, they are in a Kakuma camp and uh, it's uh, Block 13 in Kukama camp. Thank you for being an advocate on all of these things. These are very heavy topics that, as we've discovered, are not being talked about. And the misinformation that you speak of, it, it's you admit that even you listen and say, okay, well, it's happening, but not as much because they're saying it's not as much, but you didn't stop there. You kept searching and you found the truth. So I appreciate that. So thank you for doing that. And um, we really appreciate your time. Amen to that. So we do want to thank you for listening in today. Our goal is to inspire you to think more deeply. And we hope that today's conversation did that. One of the things we're going to do is we're going to ask you to look into Setvi and the information that she gave us so that you can see what possibly you can contribute to some of these very important issues that we deal with.